folks, and welcome to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle, The Ben Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Back. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Comment, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining as always, riding along shotgun, is producer, sound engineer, and co-host Jeff Tigger Earhart. I got a question for you. When did you ever give me the title of sound engineer? This is almost (laughs) 150 episodes. When in all that we have done on all the shows from outdoors to cattle to farming to ranching to rodeo to fishing to cooking to everything when have i ever actually used the phrase sound engineer all the rodeos that we do and you're running the tunes when do i use the term sound engineer well that came about because i decided at one point i should give you a little bit of professional panache to what you do for all of us it's kind of like that person that's the maintenance engineer everybody knows <laughs> you that know what the maintenance engineer they're is. like these two lunatics there is no professionalism <laughs> that is involved whatsoever this is what we do each and every week bring you the stuff i'm gonna say Labor Day weekend. Let's get back on track here, Tigger. For some of you, yes, it rings in the end of summer. One last family camp out or lake weekend before winterizing everything. You, if you, Especially if you live here where we do, where there's a true four seasons climate. I hope you're getting out and enjoying it. For others, especially those of us into archery, it rings in the beginning of that hunting season as almost across the country as a whole, whether it be deer to the western rugged states with elk, the scouting has truly kicked off, packs are loaded, and hikes to stands or blinds is on. And with that in mind, I want to say we wish you, wouldn't you say, Tigger, a successful but most importantly memorable season. Well, this kind of just gigs me a little bit because we didn't get drawn for hardly a thing. <laughs> we and, have, and we have we, rifle tags. We have rifle tags for deer, but we didn't get drawn for other ones. I, I mean, I, I shouldn't say anything. There's other people that didn't get drawn for a thing. Exactly. Whatsoever, but. I guess. Hey, it's all at least you get out there and enjoy the season, whether you have a tag or not. Well, I want to enjoy it a little more with a tag. <laughs> Spotlight today. In case you did not hear about this, this was the headline. Pack horses miraculously survive 80-foot fall from wilderness trail. Yes, we're talking about an incident that recently happened, and I think all of us are going to perk our ears up about this one. If you remember or are a fan of the show Alone, I know, Tigger, you're a huge fan. love that show. The TV show Alone. Love it. Well, alumni Cade Cole and Jordan Jonas had a seriously close call when three of their pack horses tumbled off the trail and into a steep timber below. Seasoned outdoorsmen Cade Cole and Jordan Jonas, with horse packing experience, were on their way to meet a group of clients for a survival course at the time of the accident. Jonas, by the way, he was the one who won season six of Alone, for all of you that are fans of the show. The horses were loaded down with cookware, camping gear, and other equipment. The area they were riding to was so remote that the clients were being flown in on a bush plane while the guides made the 32-mile trek in the Selway Bitterroot Wilderness on the Montana-Idaho border. And like many of us with horses, they are like our members of our own family, right? Well, luckily, at the time of this horrific 
horse fall, neither riders were atop their mounts. One of the horses acted up crossing a steep area with a washout on a trail, causing all three horses tied to one another to tumble. The men were able to use their rope lines to climb down to the horses and quickly using their survival skills make ties and pulleys to secure two of the horses caught and rolling the horses back onto their feet to slide down the remainder of the steep embankment. Have you ever dreamt of going through something like this? It's a horrific event if you think about this. That's not something I would dream of. Exactly, exactly. And by the way, if you're you're listening to this story, we do have the video trending right now on thebenshow.com. Now, the two individuals, Jonas and uh, Cole, they said that staying calm in the stressful situation was what saved their horses. So all the horses are okay. All three of the okay. horses walked away from an 80-foot fall. And with that in mind, these gentlemen have said this is a great reminder for all that because of them staying calm in a stressful situation, it not just only helped them with their own safety, but it kept the animals calm as well. That's not easy to do no. in those types of situations. I've been in wrecks like that, and that's not an easy thing to do of to stay calm and not panic. Keep your bearings. Keep your bearings, right? your wits Think about clearly. you. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. But I am happy to say that, yes, this pair and their mounts survived. However, watching the video, if you go to thebenshow.com, it is extreme. I'm just going to let you know. But thankfully, yes, it was caught on camera. It's a great use of information for all of us, especially those that may have not gone into the backcountry as extreme as these gentlemen did, but have always wanted to do this. You may think you're prepared, but you, there's other aspects to think about before you head out there. So if I can ask you a question, mm-hmm. you have been into the backcountry and you mm-hmm. have been horseback. Is there a particular kind of horse that is better suited for that mountain type of terrain? I'm assuming, and I've never done it, but I'm assuming that you don't necessarily want to take a green horse into a completely different environment with different uh, footings, with different smells, different wildlife. I'm assuming you probably don't want to take a real young green horse and throw them into that, right? Absolutely. That's the worst place you could take a green horse. You're going to want to take a horse, first off, that is extremely sure-footed. That is number one. Secondly, if your horse is not used to rocky terrain, you need to be checking with the locals to make sure what is the terrain out there in case you need to have them shoot it beforehand. Oh, so they need, okay, if you got to, got to, yes. if they need to be shot. And then lastly, a lot of times uh, we're usually self-guided. We go on our own and we use our own ranch horses. However, we do go and visit with other guides while we're out and about. You just happen to cross paths. That's just how it is. And most of them use mules and we have used mules two in the past if we have which did you like more mules or horses i actually preferred kind of the mules you did yeah for we're, for just that? packing for just packing uh they just have a different demeanor about themselves they're how do i put this a lot of times a little bit more laid back maybe a little bit more calm maybe yes yes where horses if you know their ears are twitching continuously watching for any kind Smelling of movement and looking at everything yeah. right, Distracted, right. maybe. and this is our thing i know a lot of those that pack in 
they will do as these gentlemen did. They tie one horse to another. However, for us, if we are packing out, especially it's getting towards dark or something of that matter, we actually don't tie the horses that are hauling, say, the, our game out of the back country. We let them follow us because they're not going to leave. They want what is familiar. And they know that their buddies ahead of them that have the riders on, those are their friends. They're going to stay with them and they tend to follow right behind because a lot of these uh, switchbacks, as you call them, in the backcountry are so narrow. The horses only have one way to go forward or backward and it's a very small trail. So we just let them on their own. That way we know they find their own footing. I know that you've got a whole host of topics that you want to talk about, but I got to be honest, this is fairly interesting. So would you say that if you are a maybe an inexperienced rider, especially in unfamiliar country that you probably just shouldn't throw yourself in, this should be maybe a gradual process or make sure you go with somebody that is either an experienced rider or maybe somebody that knows the terrain. You just shouldn't go in with a bunch of horses and go, all right, we're going to go up to the mountains and this is going to be fun. Absolutely. 100%. And you know what? The scenario doesn't matter whether, for example, you could be a, an excellent horseman in the arena, but you've never been out even to a ranch and done a branding. You know yourself, those horses are going to act different in that environment. So just imagine now you're taking those horses that you've ridden around your place, put a lot of hours and time into, but they've never been into the wilderness where now you're going to hear all of the sounds. It could be the, the roar of a mountain lion. It could be a wolf in the distance. And they can smell all of yes. those different smells, And the smells, trees. Right? Think about it. All those smells are completely nothing like they've ever had before. So please, if nothing else, I always like to suggest folks to maybe the first time, think about doing it hiking in. Honestly, doing it on foot. Just, to, okay. Just so you get a good idea of the terrain areas grizzly bears what it's like what you need to know about and then if you happen upon any of these guides that are out there they are more than willing to share their experience and help you because the last thing they want to find out is somebody rescue somebody's horse off the side exactly exactly so there you have it that's what i would suggest if you've absolutely never done this before but you've dreamt about going to the back country of the western states we're talking montana idaho colorado wyoming think about can considering doing it on foot first and i will add to that before we go to break make sure you check with your veterinarians of what the health requirements are when you're taking animals across the border Mm -hmm. because they have changed considerably here in the last few years so just double check on that what do i need to have in place if i'm going to take my mules across the border or if i'm going to take my horses across the border and not just with your veterinarian you need to stay you need to check excuse me there with the local game and fish agencies because some states will not allow you to bring in like we're used to uh camping can't bring in your own firewood same with feed they may require oh. you to purchase alfalfa cubes or something of that okay. manner. You're not thinking that you can just bring, you know, oh, hey, bail, throw it in the trailer and bring it on across state lines. Nah, uh, uh, uh. You know, or reach out to us. I'm going to say yes, reach out to please. you, Beck. If you have some questions, just, you know, send you, send Beck an email and just say, I'm going here and here and here. What were you mentioning again? Give us the email address and the phone number, would you please? I should know what I'm sorry. <laughs> Call or text anytime right here at 305-900-2363. Or please, yes, email bendradioshow at gmail.com. I will definitely dig into any of your questions you might have. 
Now, exciting. When we come back from the break, we're talking rodeo, ranch life, Woo! and the outdoors with one of PRCA's Pro Rodeo World Leaders right now in the current standings. Stay where you are. The Bend will be right back. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now. Current ag reports, geo-targeted weather, live streaming 24-7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV Now. Are the Florida Keys calling your name? Have you dreamed of catching exotic mahi-mahi, red snapper, sailfish, grouper? Blue Water Girl Charters can fulfill your dreams of saltwater fishing excitement. Book today, full or half-day charters. Let Blue Water Girl Charters make your dreams a reality. Blue Water Girl Charters, follow on Facebook for booking and more information. Blue Water Girl Charters, catch dinner and memories. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Welcome back to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle, The Bend Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck. While I was on one of my recent Catch Beck If You Can adventures, yes, Tigger and I are both PRCA Pro Rodeo personnel, and it takes us to some great rodeos, which leads to meeting some amazing individuals paving the way in the rodeo world. Well, this trip was no different, and it took us in two different directions. Tigger went one way, I went the opposite. Well, while I was walking back to the truck after a recent performance that I was at with my nephew, Hank, Hank pointed out, surprised to see us parked besides the current PRCA World Saddle Bronc leader, Sage Newman. Quickly, yes, you can guess, I realized this was a moment to keep my status as crazy aunt back while making this young cowboy's day a day to remember. We went over to the group of cowboys who were laughing, relaxing now after wrapping up a day of tough competition. Sage Newman was the first cowboy to stand up, stretch his hand out, shake both of ours while taking off his hat, and immediately grabbed Hank's cowboy hat and asked him if he'd like it signed, and then began passing it around to the other saddle bronc riders and striking up a great conversation preceding us to lead into inviting Sage Newman to be on the show here today. Sage Newman hails from Melstone, Montana, and as mentioned previously, is currently leading the world in the Saddle Bronx standings. On the road to making his third Wrangler National Finals rodeo, the NFR, yes, that's what we're talking about, appearance in Saddle Bronx. Sage, we are thoroughly enjoying watching you in the arena, making outstanding rides, 
How did you get your start in rodeo? So I'm from Millstone, Montana, and I grew up in a ranch and rodeo family. Um, my grandpa Rodney, he had a rodeo company, so I grew up going to rodeos my whole life. And um, yeah, we grew up on a family ranch. So yeah, when I'm not rodeoing, I'm home. You know, we have uh, some cows and horses. And yeah, that's what I keep uh, busy doing when I'm not rodeoing. I, I love being horseback and uh, just out in the middle of nowhere um, with a good horse and a couple good dogs. Ah, I like it how you said the dogs. Tigger's going to love that because he's a Border Collie trainer himself. What kind of dogs are you using? Yeah, this Border Collie is the only way to go there. Oh, you just won Tigger and about everybody else that loves him and his his Border Collies. Uh, you said about working on the ranch and such like that. There's something about getting out and doctoring calves in the wide open, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. You know, I love rodeo on the traveling, but when I can just get away and go home and get in the middle of nowhere, like I say, and it's just, um, it's just a peaceful, peaceful place. And yeah, I'd be able to go out Dr. Yearlands or, you know, it's moving pairs or whatever, you know, it's just a, it's a great, great place. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I'm, I'm blessed to live the life I do and I'm, um, yeah, I'm happy. So the rodeo world keeps you very busy and on the road. Curious, do you ever get homesick? Like I say, yeah, I love rodeo. I love the traveling, but it gets, I, I love being home too. I'm kind of a homebody. So like when I have a chance to go home, I do go home because um, there's no better place than being home. And I love being, like I say, love being home, doing what I actually love other than rodeo. I love rodeo first. And then after that, I'm ranching and um, riding horses and having fun doing that. So when you decide the day comes, this may no longer be in the, in the arena. You're not chasing the eight second ride. Nobody ever wants to think ahead to that. Do you already kind of have an idea of, of what route you're going to go? Is it going to be back to the ranch? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'll probably be ranching, but I'm probably going to still do something with rodeo. I kind of want to get a few bucking horses together and maybe have a little bit of my own uh, buck and string. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my idea. And um, hopefully I have a little longer time here in the rodeo world. But, yeah, after that, I'll be definitely be something in the Western world. That's for sure. That's terrific. All right. So now the outdoorsy side of Beck, because I like doing elk hunting in Montana, Wyoming. It's a joke. Sage, you don't know this, but everyone says catch back if you can. You don't know where I'm going to pop up. So do you enjoy and get out and enjoy some of the outdoors world too? Oh yeah. I love, I love the hunting. I love archery hunting, um, elk hunting, all that. There's not, no, nothing better than less than one bugle, you know, you know, hundred yards from you, 50 yards from you. And, uh, it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. But when I'm hopefully when I'm sitting good here in the saddle bronc riding in the world, um, I can kind of sneak off in September and go home and do some hunting. That's, that's always my goal. So yeah, I love hunting. I love the outdoors. I love being outside. Um, nothing better. That's terrific. You're looking at somebody that absolutely has been watching the calendar on that one there. You know, I got to say, there's a lot of people I've gotten to meet in the world. Sage, you're one of the most humblest. I've been following you for a very long time, but it's nice to finally sit down and meet you one-on-one. -on -one. And there's something I got to say about this man. He stands up, takes his hat off, has no problem signing anything for any youth that comes along. What does that do for you? Because you're giving me the image of what a cowboy should be doing. And where did you get that from? Um, I don't know, probably my family, you know, we're all pretty modest people. And I just, um, we all put our pants in the same way as everybody else. So, and I was in the same spot as all these kids were at one time. You know, I, I looked at the people and wanted to be just like them. So um, when somebody comes up to me and wants an autograph or something signed, um, I'm going to do it because, you know, I, I, I loved um, when somebody did that for me. So, um, yeah, I just like being a good guy in the arena and outside the arena. And now that his summer is wrapping up, heading into fall, it sure is looking like Sage and Newman 
may have enough of a lead with Stetson Wright second and Zeke Thurston third in the standings to take just a bit of time off to chase some bull elk and fling a few arrows. Thank you again, Sage, for jumping on the show today. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Crew, be sure to be cheering this cowboy and outdoorsman on as he has his sights set on Vegas for the 2023 Wrangler NFR in just a few months. Taking a short break here, but when we come back, we have a bit of a did you know action that any youth whom loves fishing might want to start researching. Just because school has started doesn't mean the polls should be put away just yet. We've got the scoop right here on The Ben Show. Stay where you are. Before you head to the next rodeo, a concert, maybe a gathering on or off the ranch, we head to Medora Boot and Western Wear. Tigger and back here for Medora Boot and Western Wear, latest Western fashion in boots, jackets, and hats. From durable ranch wear to keeping the horses in sturdy tack, visit MedoraBoot.com to order. Or better yet, plan to visit Medora, North Dakota and shop Medora Boot and Western Wear. Again, go to MedoraBoot.com. You can follow on Facebook and tell them Tigger and Beck sent you. Are you looking to liven up your event in 2024? Change the pace, make it stand out. Let us, Tigger and Beck, agriculture advocates, outdoorsmen, and all-around fun couple be the addition to hook the attention. I see what you did there. Now, we will leave you laughing and having a positive outlook on the future. From being the keynote speakers to MC to masters of ceremony, let us, Tigger and Beck, make your event unforgettable. Y'all know where to find us. It has been quite a run on the Bend Radio Show. Now, here's an interesting question for y'all. Several listeners reached out and wanted to have more Western history and Western lifestyle on the show from time to time. So what do you think? What are your thoughts? Give us your input. Or are there topics that you want Beck to cover? What are your favorites? We want to hear from you. Our listeners are from all corners of the country, actually all corners of the globe for that matter. So weigh in and let us know. Show at gmail.com or call and text us at 305-900-2363. Welcome back to your outdoors and Western lifestyle outlet, The Ben Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, and riding as co-pilot of this ship. You like that title? Mm -hmm. Jeff Tigger Earhart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hold on, I got a mouthful of coffee. All right, we're back to school, right? Well, youth, that doesn't mean you need to put the poles away. We're talking fishing. Have you heard of the high school division? Did you know that the MLF, a.k.a. Major League Fishing, which includes the Fishing League Worldwide, FLW brand, offers a league just for high school youth? Being a part of this series can set up those interested in becoming a pro or semi-pro or just that fan of fishing altogether with skills that will make them lifelong anglers. Are your ears perking up? Wait, what? I'm wanting to go back I'm to a school youth. for this deal. I can be a part of a pro league? Yes, you can. And there are prizes, of course, to boot. Who doesn't like winning prizes? I am bringing this up as it's growing, especially in the bass fishing world, for colleges and universities to offer scholarships to continue on at the collegiate level. Currently, there are roughly 610 college bass fishing teams within the United States. 
Yeah, you heard me right. Tigger's right now. He's just bewildered. I'm because I'm, like, I'm looking this up. I'm literally looking up MajorLeagueFishing.com as we speak. And we're talking some major schools. Auburn University, Louisiana State University in Shreveport, University of Tennessee, University of Nebraska, Clemson, University of Missouri and Missouri State University, University of Wisconsin. I could go on and on. So there are some major players in the collegiate level that are keeping their eyes out for the next angler in action. You like where I'm going with that? I'm digging it. Some great food for thought. If your local school does not offer a high school fishing program, consider checking into organizations such as the MLF. As an example, there are major tournaments throughout the year, ways to earn points, and in hopes of landing oneself on the national level come spring, summer of 2024, where youth are competing for scholarships. And not just scholarships, they can win boats gear and more head to majorleaguefishing.com to find out more about it or check our website thebenshow.com for links on more about this topic well folks with all of that i'm going to say this has been a whirlwind of a show and it is wrapped thank you to my producer sound engineer co-host jeff tigger Earhart. thank you again to prca pro rodeo saddle bronc rider sage newman for joining us We'll be cheering you on both on the road to Vegas for the NFR as well as in the stands. Follow and cheer on this cowboy on social media at Sage Newman Professional Saddle Bronc Rider. Remember, folks, to keep sending in any of those questions you might have or if you have something spot worthy for us to share as well as your area's field reports, especially now that hunting's underway. That number again is 305-900-BEND. Once again, 305 305- 900-2363 or you can always email bendradioshow at gmail.com we look forward to hearing from you on or off the trail if you missed part of this episode or you want to hear past shows you can find them all on the website thebendshow.com and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and to the bend show youtube channel Looking to change things up this fall or next year at your event, conference, or awards banquet? Have us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. Yes, we are PRCA Pro Rodeo card holders. Tigger is a pro rodeo announcer, and we are PRCA music directors, too. From MCs to event headliners, public speakers, we can make your gathering extra special. We cover everything out there from ranching, cattle, hunting, fishing, camping, outdoors, rodeo. You name it, we've probably done it. Trying to spice things up? Think about having us, Tigger and Beck. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, About You Photography, Blue Water Girl Charters, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobbleo Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, and Wrangler. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. And remember to keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend Show on Facebook and on Instagram. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. Mm-hmm.